Hello, and welcome to A Rainbow in the Clouds. I'm your host, Elaine Marie Sharp, a certified color therapist and founder of Aura House School of Color and Light. If you sat down right now and wrote a list of your fears, would it be a long one? Well, in this episode, I will share my feelings about fear, our shadow self, and the color black. I will also explain how attuning to the colors of the season can help you ground and achieve harmony. All that plus meditations and color breathing coming up next. Let's begin with a rainbow crystal grounding meditation. If you don't happen to have a crystal with you, please refer to the crystal image that you will find at rainbowpodcast.com. Okay, so let's take three deep breaths and call in your deities, your angels, and your spirit guides for love and protection. Now, pick up your clear quartz crystal and hold it in your left hand, which is the hand that you use to receive energy. And look closely at your quartz crystal. Notice all of its lines and cracks and chips and rainbows. Do you see the red, the orange? The yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Now notice how you feel as you're holding the crystal. Are you feeling anxious, calm? Place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Feeling a wave of calm and comforting, beautiful white light containing all the colors of the rainbow. Now place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. 
breathe out peace, feeling a calm and comforting wave of beautiful white light containing all the colors of the rainbow. Flowing through your heart and throughout your body. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Now, move your quartz crystal down to your root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine, and imagine that there is a long red cord attached to your root chakra, and see that cord going down, down, down into the floor and into the ground, going deeper and deeper and deeper until you see that the cord is connected to a giant clear quartz crystal in the middle of the earth. Now think or say aloud, I am grounded with the courage of red. I am secure with red. So now that you're grounded, Let's do some blue sky color breathing. Close your eyes and think of the clearest blue sky that you can imagine. A gorgeous, gorgeous blue color. And each time that you see a cloud, whether it's white or dark, think of this cloud as your thoughts, your anxiety, your grief, your anger. But don't dwell on the clouds. Just notice them. Just notice them as they slowly drift by. And as you imagine the sky in your mind, Breathe in that brilliant sky blue and breathe out the blue. Breathe in the blue. Breathe out the blue. Wherever you are and whenever you want to clear and calm your mind, remember this blue sky color breathing. It's a great tool and nobody knows you're using it.
Oh, I love blue skies, don't you? So how are you feeling today? Have you had a chance to get out and enjoy nature? Although it's late October here in Rhode Island, our leaves I see in the backyard are just beginning to change to yellow and orange. And, you know, usually the trees have lost much of their leaves by this week every year, but not this time. I'm looking out the window right now, and I can see a few branches with red, which makes me very happy because red is the ultimate prize of autumn. I think it's the holy grail for leaf peepers like me, and when you find it, well, you just feel that autumn has truly arrived, and I love autumn. Well, in case you haven't guessed. (laughs) Anyway, autumn has always held a special magic for me. I was an autumn baby, an autumn bride. I love the crisp, cool air, the leaves, the crackling fires. I'm also thankful for the great smells coming from the kitchen, like apples and cinnamon and pumpkin bread. Love it. Just love it. I believe it's important to attune to the seasonal colors, to release the energies of one season so that we can fully appreciate the gifts of the next season. And each time a new season arrives, we expect a change. We do. A change in the weather, our clothing, our food, and of course, a change in our colors. (laughs) So for some reason, I am my most creative during this particular season, autumn. And that's okay with me because I love creating things especially when I know that those things are going to benefit my fellow humans, H-U-E-M-A-N-S. Like the contents of the autumn attunement that I created recently, I applied some of this liquid this morning, and its color energies of copper and green and yellow and orange, they make me feel so grounded and grateful at the same time. And at the risk of sounding all hippy-dippy-ish, It's like finding sunshine and harmony all in one bottle. Yes. (laughs) No, that didn't sound too hippy-dippy-ish, did it? Anyway, Halloween is approaching. And that means that the colors black and orange will be abundant everywhere, as well as slime green and purple. And already evident is this season's monster parade of slasher films. I will confess that I don't enjoy horror films of any sort. Never have. (laughs) But it's also hard for me to digest that each year audiences spend hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in horror movie tickets for recreational terror And I never understood this. And then one day I I read an article where it said that the psychologists are claiming that fear actually protects us from things like dying and starvation. Okay. (laughs) I never realized that I was a big old scaredy cat until the day that I sat down and wrote about my fears. It was a frighteningly long list And it dated back to childhood, starting with a fear of the color black and a fear of my own shadow. And here is what I wrote. A fear of ghosts, 
fear of vampires, fear of needles, fear of roller coasters, fear of stepping on sidewalk cracks and breaking my mother's back. That was a big fear for some reason. Fear of snakes in toilets, fear of bedbugs, fear of being too skinny. Those are the good old days. Fear of being too flat chested, fear of losing my virginity, fear of never meeting Paul McCartney. (laughs) Still have it. And as I grew older, my list grew too. Now I had a fear of failing, fear of success, fear of bridges, fear of mountain cliffs, fear of driving, fear of being judged, fear of war, fear of terrorists, fear of being trapped, fear of poverty, fear of embarrassment, fear of being late, fear of being early, fear of burning dinner, fear of computer crashes, fear of never writing another word again. Ah, And that's a whole lot of fear. (laughs) I'm sure you'll agree with that. That's a whole lot of fear. Well, I have heard that we are actually born with the fear of falling and with the fear of loud noises, and the rest of our fears are learned. But how healthy is it, really, to sit inside a darkened, windowless room to watch victim after victim after victim being slashed by some crazed, machete-wielding maniac? I mean, doesn't that send a clear message that Violence and victimization are perfectly acceptable responses to dealing with anger? Well, I don't need a Frightmare Film Festival to teach me how to be a victim. When I was 19, I was stabbed twice in the neck during an attempted rape in a dark alley by an unknown assailant. I was groped and bullied by an employer who threatened to fire me if I told anyone. I was terrorized and cursed by an envious woman. I contracted painful Lyme disease, which affects my mind and my joints on a daily basis. Add years of living with an abusive father, a violent boyfriend, and feeling betrayed by my friends, my family members, and coworkers, and it really is no wonder why fear and distrust became major hurdles in my life. Now, I'm not telling you that to make you feel sorry for me, (laughs) because I've gotten past it. Believe it or not, I've gotten past it. But I bet you're thinking, with all your fears, Elaine Marie, how on earth did you manage to get through life? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. And here's my answer. I laughed. Yep, I did. Laughed. (laughs) Laughed. And that's whether cowering under the covers to escape the nightly boogeyman when I was a child or sliding down the gynecologist's examination table for some uncomfortable probing. Laughing out loud has always been my first response to ease the tension, especially when I know that I am about to feel excruciating pain. But with umpteen fears to address, I eventually realized that, hey, laughing (laughs) is just not a permanent solution. So I turned to other rescue remedies, namely color breathing, like pink for self-love, blue for calming, yellow for confidence, and flower essences, like aspen and rock rose and mimulus. 
Now, since love is the highest power of the universe, and love always, always trumps fear, I also worked very hard to restore my balance by opening my heart chakra with meditation and sound, scent, and color. Now, one important thing I've learned is that we cannot experience the light, we just can't, without examining our shadows. And this old scaredy cat here (laughs) was definitely afraid of her shadow self for a very, very long time. Some of you may remember an old radio program back in the 30s called The Shadow, and it was introduced by these words, Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. Well, the moment that I learned that I too have a shadow self, I wanted to scurry back into my safe little hole and hide. I didn't want anyone to discover that I actually had a dark side. But what I didn't know at the time is that each of us is composed of light and shadow. We feel joy. We feel anger. We have positive experiences. We have negative experiences. And each one of those shadow or light-filled emotions and experiences makes up our whole and authentic selves. That word authentic used to throw me. (laughs) I didn't want people to know (laughs) that I had faults. But anyway, the shadow self teaches us that good people can do bad things. But we must forgive and love ourselves as we are. We must accept the positives with the negatives, because in this way, we will become the balanced, whole, and authentic individuals we are meant to be. And what I have come to understand about the shadow self is that if we don't accept it, if we try to repress it, those dark energies, they're actually going to become stronger. And all of our negative traits that we dared not acknowledge are projected onto others. And knowing our shadow self, that doesn't mean that we can't change our destructive behavioral patterns. But it does mean that even if the shadow does know the darkness within our heart, we don't have to be afraid of it. To be healthy and whole, we need to determine what needs to be changed. You know, in the movies, shadows are always black, these lurking predictions of oncoming doom. Have you ever heard of melanophobia? It's a fear, a real fear, of the color black. And for some, this phobia is no joke. It's extremely real, and it may be a result from either a violent experience or cultural conditioning. People with this phobia actually cringe at the sight of black. They associate it with evil and darkness and death, danger. But 
Is black really all that bad? Outside of those who wear black because it is their uniform or because they are grieving, you've probably known people who never wear anything but black, and you've wondered why they did it when there are so many beautiful colors to choose from. Well, whether they're conscious of it or not, I believe that some people wear black not to appear intimidating or sinister, but to guard against negativity. Black is their security blanket, inspiring tranquility and allowing them to go deep, deep within, to rest, to slip into the safe, dark womb of life until they have healed and are finally ready to reemerge and tackle life's challenges. A person may wear a lot of black and look like they don't want to be bothered, but their color choice may actually be hiding a beautiful butterfly of many colors just waiting to transform. When I was a young schoolgirl in art class, I can remember that one day we colored a page with all the rainbow colors with our crayons. And then we painted over that with black so that nothing was showing. And then we drew a picture with a toothpick. And guess what happened? The rainbow was still there. Hidden underneath all that darkness was true beauty. For our meditation today, let us concentrate on releasing our fears and our anger. Imagine it is a dark, chilly October night, and you are sitting on the back of a farmer's truck, riding along a quaint country road. The truck is filled with cool golden straw, and you are sitting in a corner with a warm flannel blanket around you, leaning against a large orange pumpkin. Close your eyes and listen to the humming lullaby of the truck's engine. You love this sound. After a while, the truck stops, and you lie there in the hay wagon, enjoying the peaceful, mothering sky cover you in her indigo blanket 
of twinkling stars and silvery full moon. Climb out of the truck and onto the narrow dirt road. Take a deep breath and inhale the fresh country smells of corn and pumpkins and squash. Listen to the loud night symphony of tweeting birds and chirping crickets. Turn and walk to your right through a large golden cornfield. All around you is the indigo darkness, except for a blazing orange bonfire in the middle of the field. Walk towards the bonfire. As you approach, you hear the loud crackling of the flames, and you are mesmerized by its hypnotic orange, blue, and white glow. You smell burning leaves and cinnamon. Illuminated by the blazing fire, you find a straw bale and sit down in this natural chair. You meditate on the flames before you, breathing in the air very deeply and cherishing each breath. You are safe here. This is the right place. This is the right time for releasement. Imagine you are pulling out your small notebook and pen from your pocket. Visualize each of your fears in detail. Then imagine you are writing each of these fears in your notebook.
Now, think of the people you are angry with, alive or deceased, remembering all the features you can, their face, their hair, their body. Remember any good times you may have had with them. The laughter, the hugs, the smiles. If you cannot remember any good times, do not worry. You are here to release your anger. Now, Write the following in your notebook. I know that I need to forgive you for your actions. And I do so today. I release any thoughts of anger towards you. I thank you for being my teacher. And for giving me the opportunity to forgive. Write a separate page for each person and then tear out these pages from your notebook. Tear out the pages you have written about your fears, too. Stand up and walk to the bonfire. Throw all the torn out pages into the flames 
and watch the paper burn until the ashes float up into the night sky. You have released your fears. You have released your anger. Walk back through the field until you are on the dirt road again. With each step you take, you feel confident about your decisions, your future, and your truth. You are happy to see the truck waiting for you to take you back to your life. Climb back into the hay wagon and lie down in the straw, pulling the snuggly blanket all around you. The truck begins to move, and the engine hums. Everything is right in your world. You are loved and at peace. Now open your eyes. I'm Elaine Marie Sharp, and you have been listening to A Rainbow in the Clouds. As we close this episode, here is today's tip on how you can become a rainbow blessing in someone's cloud. Using the energy of yellow, you can help them study for a test or to learn a new skill that they may teach to others. Yellow brings the gift of confidence. Some of the highlights from today's episode can be found in my book, Mad About Hugh, A Memoir in Living Color, 
which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Kobo. If you felt inspired by this broadcast, be sure to visit rainbowpodcast.com to subscribe to this show, access the show notes, register for my color workshops, and order my autumn attunement bottle for a holistic grounding blend of color and scents that will attune you to the magic of the season. I'll be back next month to talk about color and gratitude. Until then, no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. <laughs>